0: episode of block talk presented by theater in the now i'm your host as always michael block if you love the podcast make sure you subscribe on apple Podcasts, google play spotify soundcloud or stitcher so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there and as always follow me on instagram michael block talk on twitter at block talk nyc and visit theaterinthenow.com for the latest news reviews and interviews Christmas may be over, but when this queen is around, it's Christmas every day. Say hey to Elise Navy Dad. Hello.
1: Hi everybody. How are you? I'm doing great. It's another lovely Monday. Wait, it's Monday, right? Yes it's Monday. Yes, it's another lovely Monday. I'm having a great time. We are recording on a Monday live in my apartment
0: because at least you do a show with cherry every monday i
1: do we have our show it's it's a transition through a few names it's a, a a redo of our show we had at stonewall every month two girls one show um we now have two girls one web show is our youtube channel and that's what we've been calling the show but now i think we want to uh like two girls one live stream because it sets it apart from sure from pre-planned things that's what we've been going with now however um just follow us, watch us. At some point I'll be two girls, us. one dildo. Literally will never be that. <laughs> we'll absolutely. It'll be one girl, one dildo and it's just cherry running around with the dildo the whole time.
0: There you have it. Well, I'm excited to talk to you about you cuz I lo- I know you love talking about you. It's yourself. my
1: favorite topic, so. Yeah,
0: so let's start from the beginning. Great. Where are you from?
1: I am from a lovely little town called Overland Park, Kansas. Uh-huh. Right outside of Kansas City. It's actually not little at all. It's the second biggest city in Kansas. Um, <laughs> Is Dorothy uh, ever been there? Dorothy um, died before it was founded, actually.
0: Wow. Yes. That's
1: crazy. Uh, to be fair, it was her um, nephew founded it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, But he... That's why it's called Overland Park. Dorothy's middle name was Dorothy Overland Park Gale.
0: Gotcha. That's, yeah. That's
1: so fascinating. I it's, love that. Yeah, fun facts.
0: Um. So, Kansas. What was life like in Kansas?
1: Kansas was pretty, like chill here's the thing i'm not from like kansas kansas like when you think of like farms and shit i'm not from there but that is like a 30 minute drive Mm -hmm. from where i'm from Uh, i'm from like honestly think of (laughs) this sounds bad but think of the oc okay in kansas
0: okay so just no ocean divas
1: lots of divas like do you know the the show most popular girls in school
0: i I don't like like the
1: the little barbies like on youtube yeah 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 it's literally set in overland park kansas Yeah, it's very that. Yeah, Jeez. very shoes. Um, mm-hmm. Just, you know, a bunch of little white people running around, now, not what caring were, about what, their problems. what
0: were you like as a child?
1: I was really well-behaved as a child, actually. Shocking. I did not, I didn't act out. I didn't, I followed all the rules. My sister was the rule breaker. Um, So I kind of, she's a year younger than me. Okay. But like, we kinda, like obviously grew up at the same time. So like, I would see her and all her friends doing all that crazy shit. I'm like, no, 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 I will never do that. Absolutely not. Then got to college and we switched roles. Wow. Okay. So before we get to the college part,
0: when did you start with the arts, the dramatic arts?
1: Oh, I have been performing, um, not all the time professionally, but I have been doing professional shows for almost 20 years now.
0: Wow. And you're only 21.
1: Yeah, I know. Right. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Yep.
0: So what was the first show you did as a child?
1: The first show I did was Oliver at Theater in the Park in Shawnee Mission, Kansas. And you played the role of? I played the role of one of those kids. Um, But, fun fact, I did um, our artful Dodger. His voice changed (laughs) mid-run. So they had to, mid-run, get me and another girl to sing Consider Yourself just like as a trio with him because his voice changed in the middle of it.
0: Oh, that's so terrible. (laughs) So I kind of had a role. Um,
1: did you consider yourself at home on stage? I did. I still do. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I feel most, um, natural, honestly. Okay. So where did you end up going to college? I went to Viterbo University in La Crosse, Wisconsin. That sounds like an
0: online university.
1: It does. It's actually, it's a, it's a city in Italy, I believe. And then it's a very like Italian, uh, Catholic university. So are you it's named Italian that. Catholic? I sure am not, but they had a very good musical theater program, okay, so that okay. is why I was there. So
0: musical theater. Did, now, there are a lot of young musical theater people who enter college mm-hmm. as the big fish in a little pond. Yes. Then they come to college and there's a lot of big fishes. Mm-hmm. Did you go into college being like, "I am the star, I am the lead, cast me, bitch," or were you like, "I will stay in the ensemble and I will be an ensemble player for the rest of my life"?
1: Oh no! Um, well, here's the thing: I wasn't a big fish uh, okay. in high school. I was fighting just as hard as mm-hmm. everyone else. Where there was, for some reason, like community theater is huge in kansas city like it is competitive most I mean, of our every, alumni every, are on broadway everything is up like, to
0: date in kansas city
1: it's very true yeah so like i like grew up with some like broadway people like people i had to like fight for roles with people names. who are now on broadway names um well there's a lot of like girls i'm trying to think uh eric huffman i know Caitlyn uh-huh. davidson um uh has Haley hannah been on broadway i'm not sure if Haley hannah's been on yet um but yeah a lot of people that like i mm-hmm. like came up with they're like oh yeah i'm now just Casually on Broadway. Oh, Talia Groves is on Broadway. Um, Yeah, I think that's all I can come up with on top of my head. Okay, so you
0: weren't the the big fish. So when you went to college, what was your expectation?
1: So I came into college being pretty much the only male dancer in the department and the best male dancer in the department. I came, when I visited Viterbo, I took their their highest level tap class Mm -hmm. and ended up, like, being easily the best.
0: You didn't get tapped out.
1: I sure didn't. I ended up, having like, teaching fucking tap half the time there. Like, when, when Nikki was like, oh, no, I don't really want to... I don't really want to teach, Marty. Can you lead this? There you go. So, okay. So what kind of roles did you have in college? Oh, well, my professors did not like me. <laughs> I was... Shocker, I know. Um, I was very, let's say, outspoken. I knew exactly what I wanted to learn. It was very business-like for me. Like, I am paying a lot of fucking money to be here so Mm. if you're not giving me what I need I'm gonna say like I'm paying your salary exactly so I this is my education I took it very seriously not the education part but like the performance like the the theater part I take it very seriously and they didn't like that (laughs) so I my first role really was my senior year um, when I played Mike in A Chorus Line very cool and let me tell you a fucking story about that you can do that Dana McConnell is a fucking cunt. I would like to say that. Fuck her. That crazy psychopathic bitch. She ruined my college experience. Thank God I went five years. I got two majors. So thank God my fifth year, she got fired at the in the mid of my fourth year. Did
0: you get her fired?
1: Oh, It would have been my crowning jewel on top of my head of just like if that was me. Unfortunately, no, it was not. Okay, um, okay. That I know of. If it was, someone please tell me so I can have that <laughs> huh? good feeling on the inside. Um, but no, so... A course Line was originally cast. I was not Mike. I was the only male tapper in the program. Mm-hmm. So, and I had not had a role yet. And I literally, like, was like, this is this is my one role. This is it. Like, I can forgive and forget. This is my one. And she didn't even cast me as that. Then she got fired and then uh, they brought uh, Shane Rhodes in, who actually had done Chorus Line um, everywhere, pretty much. And um, he recast me. So that was nice. Now
0: I want to ask a question in regards to collegiate musical theater programs, theater programs in general. Why do we all have the same stories about casting? Everyone has had an issue with some casting department at their school, not getting roles or the same people getting roles. Mm
1: -hmm. Why
0: does this happen everywhere? And then this happens in the real world. Why have, has no one
1: come out to fight that? I think because it is so hard to fight that if you are not currently in power, especially in college. Like, you're a student. You don't have any bargaining chips. Like, they can literally flunk you out of school if they want. Then why not... I could have lost my scholarship because... Why
0: can't these big Broadway stars with Tony Awards who went through these musical theater programs go back to their schools and say, as an alum, I don't agree with your practice because it is harmful for the future?
1: Um, Were those people you're referencing the favorites because something know. tells me they might be
0: well and that's that's part and, of the the, yeah. the the problem and i and
1: and if, does, if yeah. you were like if i ever get a tony or if i even fucking get on drag race hell if i get on big brother survivor i'm gonna go back and i'm gonna let them know because I, now i'm somebody
0: it's just it's crazy to me because like again i went to theater school i was a stage manager it was different for me
1: mm-hmm.
0: but with the stage management program they tried to to give us the opportunity to work on all the spaces. Mm-hmm. That's just not how it is with the actors. No. It was, yeah. It, it, it was, this director wants to do this show. It's not right for this pool of students, but mm-hmm. they want to do this show, so deal with it, kids.
1: Yep. Yeah, honestly, musical theater school is a fucking scam. If you're listening to this and you're thinking about it, don't do it. Either just go into theater, get come to New York or go wherever you are, get good training. That's what's important. Get good training Because most schools don't have fucking connections. Viterbo did not have one connection to Broadway, really. Right. So, like, I kind of got, like, fucked out of everything that they promised me. Oh, because when I auditioned and accepted, there was a different head of the musical theater department. Sure. And then she left, and Dana came in. And so, basically, I got an education I didn't sign up for. However, um, drinks were just so cheap in La Crosse, Wisconsin, I couldn't leave. It was 25 cents for a vodka Sprite. What? Twenty five cents. Wait. At wait. the bar next door to my apartment, which was across the street from campus, I could get out of my bedroom window, land on the patio of this bar.
0: Wait, how? How do you? How, how is that po- mathematically possible?
1: Because a bottle of vodka costs a bar like a dollar. What? That's why when when I moved to New York and they said it's eight. Fucking dollars for a well drink? I was like, I could have got a pitcher of Long Island's for three dollars. Oh my god! Uh, it's so. We're all going to Wisconsin field oh, trip. Well, not now because they're they're all dying over there. Well, true, COVID. true. Wow, that's
0: that is insane. I mean, listen, I know everywhere has certain rates that go up and everything, and New York's pretty darn bad, mm-hmm. but like. Vodka's vodka, Unle- exactly. unless you're having like the Poland Springs vodka.
1: I, you know what? I don't even I don't even know what kind of that shit <laughs> is was. crap. But okay, okay. So
0: college, not the best experience. What happens next? Do you come straight to New York? Do you do a tour? Do you do a cruise? What's next? Um,
1: so in college, I was performing um, during all the summers. Mm-hmm. I was doing uh, professional gigs. Summer stock. Yes, I was doing summer stocks. Um, and then right after college, I did one more summer stock. And right after that, I moved here in August when that was done. Very cool. Straight back. Yeah.
0: When you came to New York, what
1: was the biggest culture shock for you? Um, the freedom. Mm-hmm. There was just so much freedom. I could get on public transit at any time go wherever I wanted. I could be blackout drunk at four in the morning, the middle of Times Square, and nobody's gonna say nothing about it. And that was The good old days. Life change, yeah, like life changing, amazing. And just there was so much more stuff to do. I could get food after like midnight. What's that about? That's insane. That's, that's great. That's crazy. That's yeah. that's amazing. It's like I want Papa John's
0: tonight. Yeah.
1: So I'm literally you, gonna get it tonight. Let, probably. You, <laughs> let me know. I'll I'll
0: I'll oh, I'll yeah, have good. some time. Okay. So, okay. You're in New York you're auditioning, you're working mm-hmm. as a waiter. Yes. When did you get the bite? When did the bug come for drag? Uh,
1: The bug came really when I first saw Drag Race season one. Like mm-hmm. it was in my, the back of my head. I was, it was something I wanted to do since I knew what it was for a while. It was just like, I had no knowledge of how to do it. And I'm not someone that likes to do something unless I know I'm going to be at least baseline good at it. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was just kind of that fear for a while, but really it was after living in New York for how I'd been here, I think for at least like four years, if not more, and just seeing all these drag shows and seeing some shitty ass Queens get booked over and over and over and over and over and over where I was like, I could fucking do that. I can do it better than them. Easy breezy. And now I do. Now, you and
0: I met when you were a waiter at the... The now, West End Lounge. The now deceased West End Lounge. Yes. Um, You would be there the nights I would be attending uh, the Ultimate Drag Pageant. Mm-hmm. And I would normally ask to be sat in your area. Yes. Because I knew... My votes would actually be counted.
1: Yes. Now that's a really fun here's I'm just gonna spell the T. That's a really fun moment, um, Ultimate Drag Pageant where there was arc in the seasons where some seasons the votes counted. Some seasons the votes didn't matter at all. Um, I'm just gonna say that out there because if if you're gonna ent- if I'm gonna enter a competition and it's not exactly what I thought it was when I signed up for, I'm not gonna be happy. Like mm-hmm. for a lot of those girls, like There are a lot of the winners that didn't bring one fucking person the entire season. And if that is supposed to be part of the competition, that should be part of the competition. However, if you are just going to be upfront and saying, sometimes it's going to matter, sometimes it's not, so don't worry about it. Like, we'll take it into consideration. Right. But it's not, like, that's a different competition. I
0: mean, for a model, it was a great business model because
1: Mm -hmm. definitely
0: got us all to drink a lot and a lot and a lot, like... Me and those fishbowls, it would be shocking if I didn't order a fishbowl that week.
1: Oh, yeah. I would be. I'm like, okay, well, someone's pissed.
0: Right. <laughs> um. So, great formula. Formula. You being there watching the competitions, I don't even know how many seasons you got to watch.
1: I got to see at least, I want to say at least one episode, one week of almost all of them, unless I would be booked for an entire season, which, yeah. Did that push you to want to do drag? I think so. I think seeing queens, like, that literally started drag the week of, the first week of Ultimate Drag Pageant. I was like, oh, okay, so people are doing it. Like, in my mind, people had been doing it for a while, right. and then they did Ultimate Drag. Like, they had got their stuff mm-hmm. together. But I also, like, you know, I didn't have the money to just spend on... Right. Three, like, a $1,000 worth of makeup and clothes and wigs and, like, just the start drag starter pack, right. you know? I didn't have that kind of money all the time, so... um Yeah. And Ultimate Drag Passion is a great
0: starter competition. It's a great starter
1: competition. Amazing. Probably one of the best, I'll say it's the second best starter competition after Polish the Queen. And we'll get
0: to that shortly. Well, you jumped into drag. I think everyone would like to know the origin of the drag name.
1: Oh, okay. So the origin of the drag name um, is basically making fun of how people from the Midwest pronounce the Spanish language. Mm-hmm. So I literally had a professor at Viterbo University in La Crosse, Wisconsin, say, Oh, bye, guys. Merry Christmas. Feliz Dad." Whoops. And I, it was, like, my brain short-circuited for a second. But also, I was like, wait, that's brilliant. That's hilarious. Like I know they weren't doing they weren't doing it on purpose, but to me it was hilarious. Yeah. Like I had a I knew one of my friends' um, dad was a principal at a school. He literally said tortilla unironically. Nope. It's shit like that where I'm like, can you just pr- at least pronounce it correct? Right. You don't have to know what it means. You don't have to like speak the language, which I'm trying to learn Spanish. I've been trying to learn for about Duolingo. Twenty years now. Yeah, I started Duolingo like three years ago, <laughs> and they still. They still fucking email me. They still email me. They're like, hi, we noticed you haven't kept up. I'm like, yes, I know. I'll get to it. Okay, so I've heard it
0: said many ways. What is your preference for how your last name
1: is said? Um, Just as it's spelled, Navidad. So Unless says- you are a Spanish speaker, then you have full reign to say, at Navidad.
0: So when Cherry Poppins says
1: Navidad... She don't speak Spanish, so I correct her every time.
0: Great. Just, just checking, just checking. She knows now, she friends, knows friends. now. Navy dad. <laughs> Navy dad. How would you describe Elise in three words?
1: Um, She is... Oh, in just three words. I would say funny... Performer... Stupid. Okay, yeah, that checks out. How long does
0: it take to transform into Elise?
1: It started out like at least four hours like back I feel like that's mm-hmm. the usual time for most people when they start out now I have it down like if I get in the shower at let's say three thirty, I can be in drag fully ready to go by six fifteen. okay not too bad not too bad and that's if I'm taking my time like I can do it but that's like my that's my go-to time and, table. and
0: what is the tradition
1: of getting ready do you have anything that you need to do as you go along uh, no. <laughs> I don't. I know a lot of queens have rituals and stuff. I am still kind of, like, learning. My makeup's still evolving. How I do drag is still evolving. But it's now kind of... Uh, I Things I found to save time are I'll glue my first layer of brows down, then I'll shave. And then I'll, like, glue the second down, and then I'll do this, and then... So, like, I've been learning different tips and tricks just to, like, make things quicker, but... Yeah, I don't really have any rituals. Sometimes I'll do something in a different order because usually I'm smoking and I'll forget where I am. That's fair. <laughs> I, I would say you
0: are someone, since I first saw you in drag, has had a pretty grand transformation from beginning to now. Thank you. Like you you were the off-the-rack Queen.
1: Uh, oh, I still am. I'm not I just haven't been shopping in a while.
0: <laughs> that's fair. I mean, or I have
1: been shopping and you just can't tell it's off the rack. How about that? <laughs> there you go.
0: But even just the way you've done your face has evolved.
1: Yes. That, uh, the one of the good things that's come out of quarantine and this pandemic is just the ability to sit at home and not have to worry about like, and be able to try something new. Because if I was going to a gig, I was like, okay, I know this is at least working. Yeah. People aren't dragging me for my makeup. Is it great? No, I could tell that everyone else could tell that it was fine. I was pretty enough mm-hmm. to be like a new queen. Um, right. But now i have like, okay, well, I actually have the time we, me and Sherry do the show every week. So I actually have a uh, reasons to like, okay, let me add more of this or less of this change an angle, do a thing. And, and now I'm streaming on Twitch as well, um, which I do at least three times a week, hopefully. So I'm in drag more days than not now.
0: What were the tips and tricks that you developed and where, and where did you find them?
1: Honestly, I found them just by watching random people's makeup tutorials. Or, um... <laughs> the biggest thing that actually really helped me recently was when Petty Cash painted my face. Mm-hmm. Um, for the video for Elation, the... The Ooki Spooky Santa video. Um, yeah, and she painted and I was like, Oh, this is what I could look like. I see what we're doing now. And I literally went back, because we filmed it, and I put it on my Twitter, um... So, like, I literally went back, watched the video, I'm like, okay, what did she do mm-hmm. here? How did you carve that out? And that was probably the biggest transformation so far, but I think now I just want different people to paint my face and see how it works. Have you developed these skills with new products, or are you still using the products you had? Um, I, the newest products I've gotten really is diff- just different eyeshadow palettes. Mm-hmm. I am using the exact, literally the exact same contour stick. That I bought the first time I got any makeup. This stuff lasts. It lasts. And I'm not even, I am not even probably an eighth of the way done with it. Yeah. It's going to last me a year. I literally, until I can't stick my brush in it anymore or like put it on my face, it's going to go on my face. So when Petty painted you,
0: even using the same products, it's just the different way she painted you that you discovered new things. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's just different shape. I Here's the thing. My face is not even. My face is not symmetrical. My eyes are fully two different shapes. So doing, like me doing makeup on myself, it's weird because I don't know like how other people do it. So I sure. only have the way of like tweaking and doing so much. But yeah, when someone else with an entirely different point of view, when it just comes to makeup and different knowledge of makeup application, which if you've seen Petty's face, you know, it's damn near flawless Mm -hmm. so that's why i was like yeah you put that on me and just see what happens but i will say there is some good fucking clips of her being like how the fuck am i gonna do this with this eye (laughs) my eyes are so far back and underneath my eyebrows it is insane
0: (laughs) okay so who were some of the first people that helped you out on your drag journey
1: oh damn i gotta go back all the way for this i'll say honestly petty was really a big help because she started about like Maybe like a year, eight months to a year before me. We'll um, check out. And we were friends because she worked at the West End. Right. So we got really close and like I.
0: And she competed there twice. Yes,
1: she did. She should have won twice. Um, boop. I agree. There uh-huh. it is. <laughs> Love you, Dee but. Oh my god, yeah. speaking of Dee Dee, she's about to fucking win Drag Survivor in Kansas City. I'm so proud of her.
0: I thought it was over. I thought,
1: Oh, did she already? I think she came in second. To fucking who? Okay, I need to go back and look at that well, then. I may be wrong, but we'll,
0: we'll check out. If she got, out. she won like five challenges. I know, we love Dee Dee.
1: Okay, anyway, we'll talk about that later, but...
0: <laughs> okay,
1: so Petty helps you out. Anyone yes. else? Yes. Um, and then really, like, the queens that gave me my first bookings was, um, like, Christy Blaze. From Polish the Queen. That was... My first time I ever did drag was at Drag Wars. Mm-hmm. I did it... Twice there, I think. It was not a <laughs> welcoming environment. That's fair. Um, It also wasn't judged, which I found weird. It's just audience applause. Right. Like, I don't get that business cycle, it, it, but... It
0: is an amateur night at pieces, and that's how they love to brand it Mm -hmm. and they want you to bring your friends and drink and clap and have fun and it's really more of a place to play than to compete
1: yeah that's not how they marketed that to me so i'll say that (laughs) that's fair um but yeah christy really did help like with um even just like aesthetic things like all the even the christy naomi jasmine van wales like all these queens that i respect like especially like from the ballroom scene um, like, gave me really good tips, like, okay, make this eyebrow look like this, yeah. make this look like this, pick the lip like this, maybe don't move so much, do things, um, yeah, so I literally can't say enough good things about Polish the Queen, because instead of just clapping, there's actually judges that give you helpful critiques sure. of how to get better, so next week when you come back, and they see you being better, they're like, oh, I see you, bitch, I see what you did. So let's talk about Polish the Queen. Good segue. Season two, mm-hmm.
0: you compete in the weeks... You I get did, you yes. get to the finals mm-hmm. and
1: you get crowned. I sure do. What was that experience like for you? That experience... that well here's the thing. That experience was amazing. I did not expect to win season two. I did expect to win season one, which I came in third. Mm-hmm. Um I I I got Shea Kool Aid. I'm sorry. I did get Shea Kool Aid in season one. It came down to an interesting lip sync um decisions. Mm-hmm. However, um, I, I was not ready to have my own invasion at that point. Like, it's totally okay. Sure. Octavia is a queen, icon, legend, and star. But I think I got the most points. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but that, I, I it is it is what it is. It's totally fine.
0: Now, that competition <laughs> also is judged, but for the finale and everything, there is an audience aspect to it yes, as well. Yes,
1: there is. And there is an audience aspect. There was when I was competing right. during Weekly as well. Right. Um. But yeah, so it was... I came in season 2. I didn't expect to win because I really didn't. I'm the one thing I can't shake from myself is my confidence. I will go into everything mm. thinking I am the ticket. I am going to win. That's just how I'm built. That's how I'm made. So, coming into season 2, I was like, "Well, I really thought I was going to like I thought I had it. I thought I did it in season 1. So, I'm just going to come in, have fun, not I'm going to put on a fucking show, but I'm not going to like wor- I'm not going to stress. I'm not going to worry. What was your recipe for success this time? I think it was that. I think it was literally like, I know how to make a production mix. I know how to get dancers. I know how to put on a show. But I think just the extra uh, uh, relaxation that I had really put it into play. And there was also a runway category right. on this season, which I don't think we had in season one, um, that I fucking killed. That was my first like good runway look. Um, and I think that put me over the top. So I'm very proud of what I presented and I'm even more proud that I did it when I'd only been doing drag for maybe six months. Right. So I was there. Yes.
0: Um, I know some of the reactions for the audience was not as positive
1: as you would have liked. Oh, is that, did people not agree? Some people. Who?
0: I don't I don't remember names. That okay. I <laughs> but I, 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 remember because there were some quote unquote more seasoned, queens in that competition and you were still quote unquote the baby queen
1: well honey if the meat is good it doesn't have to be seasoned so there you have it um so obviously you didn't that's think- actually a lie the meat please season your meat yeah, that's true I, that that was a bad <laughs> analogy
0: so you didn't really feel any pushback after you won
1: i didn't feel any at all this is the first thing i'm hearing okay, about
0: interesting okay hey i love i love that so you win you get an invasion what was that experience like to be able to host your own show
1: at the Stonewall? It was terrifying. Yeah. My first... My first invasion at Stonewall, like a very iconic show that people want, was the first time I ever hosted anything in my life. Right. And it was like insane like I, me of all people had to write down in my notes confidence 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 that's how like shaking in my boots I was and you brought did... some
0: people with you that would definitely push your confidence
1: oh yes 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 I had my I had uh, at that point like <laughs> all the queens that were close to me yeah um, who was I think my first invasion was me um, Petty Virginia Thick. oh and Savaleta. I know your favorite
0: um. <laughs> no I, I, I don't mind her those the, the two of them are great
1: yes um, those were, uh, the people that I had at my first invasion. And yeah, and they were all great. It was, we were all newer queens. I wanted to showcase that because some of these older queens, they, all they have to do is wake up, check Instagram, and they got a gig. Like, yeah. and I wanted to make sure that other people could have a shot. And I still try and do that.
0: You took a little time,
1: but when season three of Iconic
0: rolled around, you're like, apply.
1: Yes, yes, yes. I, another reason I... I didn't apply for a lot of these competitions is because I was still a working actor. Right. Like, I would be gone for four months randomly, and I would know within two weeks. So it was kind of that kind of thing. But this was when I made the decision to stay in New York City, Mm -hmm. really dive into this drag thing. Um, Like, I was only going to auditions that my agent would submit me to. I wasn't going to these terrible open calls at eight in the morning, because who fucking has time for that? Um, Yeah, but this was the decision. I'm like, okay, no, I'm going to put my time my money, my energy into this competition. I'm going to see how it goes. And yeah. So this, would, this was your first long form competition. Yes, this is my first and probably only long form competition.
0: When you f- first saw the cast, what did you think? How, how did you think you would fare?
1: Oh, I thought I was going to win. Yeah. I came into that promo day. I'm like, these bitches ain't got shit on me.
0: Did anyone ner- make you nervous?
1: The only person, and I will say she had the exact same reaction as I did when we walked into that promo room, it was me and Jax looked at each other and we were like, fuck, you're here. Mm-hmm.
0: Is there a week that you wish you could have done over?
1: A week? I wish I could have done over. Like, when you say done over, you mean just take another shot at it? Or, yeah. like, redo another, like, either number? Take
0: another shot at it, and if you wanted to redo the number completely.
1: Um, I'm trying to think. I... One, two... I, I have to, like, go through, I'm like, what I did. <laughs> I think for, honestly, like, what I presented most times was what I... It was the best I could have done in that moment. Mm-hmm. Because also, um, Cherry and I got our brunch at the West End. Right. Weeks with, like, after the promo shoot, like, I didn't know this was going to happen. So I'm like, well, fuck, now I'm going to be in drag for, like, 12 hours on Sunday, right. every Sunday. Um I'm trying to think. I feel like the only thing I really wish I could have redone or, like, take another crack at was my week seven number. Because the singing, I wish I would have done a sound check. Honestly, that's mm-hmm. not even, like, take another crack at it. I wish I would have had a sound check. Yeah. Cause that was the only thing that I didn't... That number was fucking fierce, though. No yeah. one's done that on that stage before.
0: Nope. It's true.
1: I think for me, if there was one week
0: that I would have challenged you to do, try
1: something different, would have been Disney week. I was thinking that, but... Because I was thinking I would have loved to get dancers and stuff, but I had already called in every single one of my favors right. for that season, and I knew I had to save one for the finale. Right. So it was simply, I just did not have the money, the time, the energy. Like, I would have had to get them, like, outfits made. I would have had to get, like... A, just people have rehearsal time. I was working five to six days a week at the West End. There was... And I see what you were saying. um, And obviously now, like, if I ever go into a pageant or something and want to do a full, like, moment, that's going to happen. But Yeah. Was it a good experience? I'll say now I can look back on it as a good experience. When I was in it, it was not the most fun. Yeah. It's stressful. We put you through it. Yeah. It was just... It didn't... Um, I will say it was, it wasn't exactly what I thought it was going to be. It was much more, it was much more audience based than I thought it was going to be. Mm -hmm. I thought it was going to be more drag race, like where like, yeah, the audience, like their opinion matters, but it doesn't like make decisions. But yeah. And so unfortunately I have more Manhattan following. I don't have a lot of friends in Astoria and everyone I am friends with in Astoria is better friends with someone else that was in the competition.
0: That's fair. Hey, I mean, that's that's the, the, the trouble with competitions, and we try to make it as low as humanly possible with where we put the audience vote in it, but at the end of the day, we have to make sure the bar gets the money. And, oh, and that's and, fully... And, it's and a and bar it's competition. Air. That's what drag and, queens are here for. And, and, and one day, maybe, when we have a venue for free because a, a, a place just shut down and we are going to rig lights in it and be like, we're going to squat and do a drag competition here, mm-hmm. maybe then we can get rid of the audience vote yeah. component. But... It, it's just, it, we all who produce these kinds of shows, it's, it's hard to do.
1: Yeah. And I think it's also an, a different setup with the fact that there aren't queens going home every week. It's not yeah. like a, it's a, just a different setup. And it's, mm-hmm. um, I, I would have loved, and if I ever do produce a competition, it will be one where someone goes home. It'll be very Drag Survivor-like yeah. in Kansas City. Someone's going home every week. So, because yeah. I want it to be actually like a competition.
0: Hey, I mean, that's I want fair. y'all to fight. Hey, I, I, you know me. I love reality TV. I love mm-hmm. a fight, but I also know in my heart
1: I would feel like crap every week. Oh, I feel fine. <laughs> I'd send all of them home. All right. I was. I'm sorry. I was the lip sync assassin of season three. Mm-hmm. I, I was in three. I beat five different queens. I never lost. Facts are facts. We, I'm, I'm sure we'll
0: discuss things. Oh, okay. Things we, we got little, more. Okay. Later, but okay. Two Girls, One, insert whatever the title is here. Yes. (laughs) Let's go with that. Digital drag took over 2020, and you kept creatively active and worked with Cherry to create the show. Why did it happen, and how are you able to maintain it going as far as it has?
1: Um, It happened originally. Two Girls, One, web show. We would do a very, um, like, recaps of Drag Race. Um, And we would do it... This was back, like, in, I think, April? So, like, still, like, very end of the pandemic. Um, We couldn't be in the same room. So we started doing that. It was just something easy breezy to do. Put out some new content. If I probably didn't do that, I really... Like, it just... I needed to do drag once a week, you know? I just needed to keep doing it. Otherwise, I might not keep doing it. And then, once, you know, we could see each other again, we were able to be in the same room. We filmed a few more episodes. And then Cherry was like, oh, do you want to go live one night? I was, And I was literally like, no, I don't. I do not want to do that. That sounds terrible. Well, because we would also film like four episodes a night. I'm sure. like, I'm tired. And then once we went, like, we went live once and it went really well. And we actually made money. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe. Um, So now we've kind of transitioned in more into just doing that. Like, where we just have our every Monday night, 10 p.m. on... um are on my facebook on the two girls one web show youtube page and the work.tv youtube page we are doing that and yeah it's been going great we have a live show we have an (laughs) audience that keeps coming back every week and it's been really fun it's been really (laughs) nice to not have to throw my body on the ground as well every week like i stretched for the first time since august today that's good so maybe i'll kick (laughs) What are the
0: positives and negatives to doing digital work?
1: The positives are um, I don't have to wear as much jewelry. I don't have to wear nails. I don't have to glue my wigs down. I don't have to throw my body on the ground. It's I just get to stand there and talk shit with people that want me to talk shit at them. And But the, it's, the only thing I miss of live is the audience. Yeah. And you do make a little more money live. That is true because people like the act. I think tipping and drag is mostly for the audience they like being the one to Mm -hmm. make eye contact with you and give you that dollar and do those things. Um, Which now will probably change a little more that we've gone through the pandemic, but I think that is a big part and part that I miss. Like, I miss interacting with the audience. Absolutely. I miss taking four eight counts to just walk around and collect tips. Now I have to do stuff. I can't just walk around and take dollar bills anymore. That's my break.
0: I mean, you can set up, like, fake hands and mannequin hands with dollars in
1: it and then take them from... You think I'm going to do that amount of work?
0: cherry can do it for you there you go cherry you here no (laughs) how did you link up with work.com
1: um that is actually i think that's through cherry i want to say i'm not actually sure how it started i don't even here's the thing i am the i am like the entertainer yeah (laughs) i'm the talent she's the business no uh i'm uh but i am the more um i'll say personality one Mm -hmm. Um, and I, like, I'll keep track of like the show and the performance aspect. Cherry really does take the lead on the business and the emailing people getting the connections mm-hmm. um, and like stuff like that. So I think she has her show what's Poppin', with work dot com uh, work. I do not know what they're called anymore. It's like one of the two it's work dot <laughs> com work. com with work, work TV, TV the YouTube yeah and yeah, so she, pitched the show. We're like, hey, we already do this every Monday. Do you want us to stream it to there? And they said, okay.
0: There are always misconceptions in the drag community based on how people perceive. If you work with someone for long enough, they automatically put you as a duo. Mm -hmm. Are you two a duo or are you two solo artists who work together?
1: I'll say I think it's both. I think anyone that works with anyone is a duo, but Mm -hmm. like, I'm gonna try and get gigs that she's not gonna get, and I hope she's gonna try and get gigs that I'm not gonna get. That's how, that's the smart thing to do. Like, it's not one comes with the other. However, if this package, us as a duo, is good and it's there, it's funny, we have the look, we have the talent, so if you wanna book us as a duo, that's fierce. Like, if that's what you're looking for.
0: Obviously, you two did get to perform live um. At Don't Tell Mama, when mm-hmm. Don't Tell Mama was doing their live show experience. Yes. What was it like to go from working in a living room to working,
1: literally the streets? It was. It was really fun. It was nice. Like the audience connection was there. Mm-hmm. It was back. I could hear if my jokes were funny or not. Like it's just nice to get that communication and just see people there it was so cold though it was so cold yeah i keep seeing people now like they're performing like out at the ritz and stuff i'm like how are you not freezing you're gonna die yeah oh my god we're gonna play a game called this or that Ooh, okay you're gonna pick and you're gonna tell me what you like wonderful day or night night fate or destiny are they different yeah oh okay uh destiny
0: North or south? South. Beach or mountains? Beach. Cats or dogs? Oh, that's hard, but cats. Nachos or loaded fries? Loaded fries. Comedy or drama? Comedy. Ice or fire? Fire. Blonde or brunette? Ooh, blonde. Rich friends or loyal friends?
1: Ooh, I hate that those are the two (laughs) options. Um... I think you need some of each, but loyalty is more important. Disney World or Universal Studios? Disney? I've never been to Universal, so I don't know.
0: Little Mix or Girls Aloud?
1: Oh, now this is the most homophobic question you've asked me so far. Girls Aloud. Pokemon Red or Pokemon Blue? Pokemon Blue.
0: Big Brother or Survivor? Survivor. Halloween or Christmas? Christmas. We're going to go behind the music. what is your signature number and how did it become your signature number?
1: Um, I think, I think my signature, I'll say what I'm most known for in multiple cities is my bad girls club number. Yep. That is probably my signature. I'll say in New York, people really do know my whip crack mix a lot as well. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think, um, I've done it in Kansas city. I've done it in New York. I've done it in Florida and it's, it's a showstopper. It's a good one. It's, it's a show people love, and even if you've never heard of it, it's just about fighting, and who doesn't love to fight?
0: And and smashing
1: pan. smashing pans together. You gotta do it. Cause dancing. When you create a mix,
0: is it the theme first? Is it the song? Is it the the dialogue? How do you? What is the process for you when you create a mix?
1: Um, I start out with either a theme, like I'll just say, okay, this is '80s, or this is Bad Girls, or this is Survivor, or this is. Um, it's actually a lot of TV shows or, like, Whip Cracks. Um, however, there have now been some mixes where I will just come up with one funny joke. I'm like, okay, I need this in there. What? And then, so I'll start, like, three minutes in and then I'll expand out. Sure. So kind of like, but, uh, yeah, usually I go theme. What goes with the theme? What are, I try and choose things I know a lot about and I can pull references from that off the top of my head. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I don't like to spend too long on something. If I, if I spend too long on finding stuff for a mix, I'm going to lose interest and it's not going to happen. Have
0: you created new mixes through quarantine? I,
1: I think I have. Quarantine's been so long. I honestly can't that, remember. That's, that's... No, I definitely have. Yes. I have my new avocado mix about how much I hate avocados. You don't like avocados? I, here's the thing. I like guacamole now. I do not like... I don't fuck with avocados. Why is it that texture? What's going on?
0: Okay. Okay. Are you team cilantro?
1: I am Team Cilantro, and I know Patty's gonna hate me for that. But um, oh, I was I was talking with her uh, a couple days ago, and uh, she also hates pineapple. So I but really want to get her like uh, a cilantro pineapple, like p- salsa, like yeah. pineapple cilantro salsa for like her birthday or something. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: that. Wow, wild. just to piss her off. Twenty twenty has not allowed us all to be together in bars and drag shows that would have drag roulettes at the end of the night. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. We're going to have a lot of pent-up 2020 songs to throw out there in these drag roulettes. hmm What songs from 2020 are you most looking forward to performing and least looking forward to performing?
1: Ooh, definitely very excited to do Rain On Me. I cannot wait. Most of the new du, du- uh, oh my God. Why, I can, I, what is her actual name? Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa. There it is. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Dula Peeps. Who is Not Dula, Peep. Dula Peeps. Dula um, Peeps. Uh, most of her new album. Fucking, what was that? Don't, don't Start Now. Yep. Something about levitating. Levitating. Um, hallucinate. Yeah. Um, physical. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm very excited to do that. I'm, I don't know if there's a song I'm not excited to perform. Are you ready to do it? I don't know the words, but like, I'm ready to do it. Can you do the choreo? Absolutely not. <laughs> but I'm going to do it. I'm going to perform. I'll make it funny. But also, if you're putting WAP on for me, that's more of a DJ problem than a. Yeah, it's
0: problematic problem. That's, yeah, that's
1: that's just problematic. Like I would never choose to do it. I love the song so much. Yeah. But I would not choose to perform it.
0: What if someone wrongly decided to tip you and Cherry like fifty bucks to do it?
1: Oh, I'd totally do it. All if right. it's for money, fifty dollars, absolutely. Who would you be? I don't know the. I mean I know the difference I do not know in the song which part is which so I'll take either okay all
0: right
1: I mean if you're gonna see me and Cherry do WAP you're not gonna expect it to be great (laughs) so like it's gonna be what it is it's gonna be campy it's gonna be campy it's gonna be stupid and we could do like that but was like that Ben Shapiro version like from the top make it drop that's some wet wet wet
0: yeah that's it that's you yeah yeah I would do that well, we are going to play the Cameo Game Show. Ooh. If you're not familiar with the website Cameo, you can book a celebrity to record a message for you or a loved one for a small price. But each celebrity has a different cost. In this game, you have to guess who costs more. Okay. And we are going to do an all-survivor edition. Love it. Some of these pairings are right. Some of them are just random. hmm But we'll see how we do. First up, Richard Hatch or Tina Wesson. Richard Hatch is more expensive. $50 for Richard, 30 for Tina. hmm Next we have Ozzy Loosh or future Manhattan DA, Eliza Orleans. Ooh, I feel like Ozzy's got to be more expensive. Ozzy is $69. Eliza is $45. Have if you, you have seen not, his OnlyFans? I, no, I, nope. Ooh, okay, just... Oh, boy. Out there. Well, if you have not donated to Eliza's campaign, please take some time and visit Eliza Orleans and uh, donate to her campaign so she can become the new Manhattan District Attorney. Uh, yes, please do. Next, we have Elaine Stott or Donathan Hurley.
1: Oh, I, f- I feel like Donathan's probably more expensive. Donathan's 25. Elaine is 40. Oh, okay. work. Oh, she was more recent, so yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense.
0: Next, we have Tyson Apostle or Rob Sesternino. Tyson. Tyson is 80, Rob is 49.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Next we have Corinne Kaplan or Sugar Kuiper.
1: Corinne Kaplan, let me just say, is my Queen of Queens, like my one. Mm-hmm. That is my one. Um you know Sugar might be more expensive. Sugar yeah. is full of herself and yeah, she's fifty
0: dollars. Yeah, yeah. Corinne is 32.
1: Yeah, I feel like Corinne is like she's she would be affordable. Yeah,
0: yeah. Next we have Jervis Peterson or Taj George. Taj. Taj is 35, Jervis is forty. Oh, okay. Next is Natalie Anderson or Jay Starrett.
1: Oh, I feel like Jay is probably more expensive. Jay is
0: 80 box.
1: Yeah, because he's on the challenge now. Well, so is Natalie. Oh, actually now is Natalie, yeah. Natalie
0: is forty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next, well, she already got the million. She don't next, need it. She, sure. she already got the money. Next we have Sandra Diaz Twine or Boston Rob. Queen Sandra.
1: However, I feel like Boston's more expensive.
0: Boston Rob is one ninety nine. Sandra Diaz Twine is forty nine.
1: Ugh. Why, who wants to fucking talk to Boston Rob? I'm sorry, I don't get it. That homophobic asshole, no.
0: All right, next we have Coach Ben, ben Wade or Johnny Fairplay.
1: Ooh, this one's hard. My I, I guess is Johnny is more expensive. Johnny
0: Fairplay is currently at $15. Oh, wow. Uh, Coach is 69 Oh, okay. Next we have Parvati Shallow or Kim Spradlin. Parvati. Parvati is 150 Kim is 130 oh wow okay yeah, they're both up there next we have sarah lacina or danny boat right
1: um i'm not gonna say that person's name so i'm always gonna say danny boat right
0: Ooh, uh danny is 20 sarah is 49
1: i that was my guess but i don't
0: <laughs> next is josh canfield or reed kelly
1: you couldn't see you couldn't see the dramatic huge eye roll I just did for well, both I of them. Why don't you like them? Oh, I have friends that have worked with them. At least Josh. I, I have nothing against Reed. I have friends that have worked with Josh and have Josh had
0: the actor, or Josh, Josh the writer. Josh
1: the actor, and have nothing nice to say about him. <gasps> oh no, he is a gossipy, clicky, mean girl. Oh no,
0: that's breaking. Just my heart. like he
1: was on Survivor.
0: But he should have won. He was. Oh, I loved him. No, he was. All right, who's more? Who's more?
1: Oh, oh, Josh. Josh
0: is 18, Reed is 49. Holy shit, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Next is Reem Daly or Bryce Isaiah.
1: Oh, my God. I hope it's Reem. I love Reem.
0: They're actually both $30. Okay, we're a gap. Joe Anglem or Sierra Don Thomas. Is this a trick question because now they do it together? No.
1: Oh, okay, Um, Joe Anglem. Joe is 50, <laughs> his bride is 25. Mm. And finally... Did you hear like all the drama that has been now uncovered that, about that, him?
0: That he's in the cult?
1: Yeah, apparently he like also was just fully saying the N word on Survivor, but they kept editing it out because he was the Golden Boy. Oh wow! Yep. Well,
0: okay, that's that's sad. That's bad. Oh yeah, he's a garbage person. Yeah, I never loved him.
1: But... I'm sad. So, I'm I'm so mad that Sierra chose him. I hope she gets out of that real quick. <laughs>
0: well, here's someone we know we, we everyone loves. Oh, how my... much can you get a cameo from Cerie Fields for?
1: Oh God! I, you know what? She's worth five thousand dollars, and that's how much I would pay. You only have to pay fifty. You. Take two whole zeroes off. that was fierce. Yeah there you go. How far will you go and drag? As far as I can as long as I'm still getting paid? Okay. Is there anything you won't do? Absolutely. Or is there
0: no there, there, there's no price tag for
1: I mean, I would never like do a gig for like Republicans or something, mm-hmm. like but I wouldn't like I don't have like I don't think I'm better than anything. Let me say that.
0: So if if a bunch of Republicans were like, I want you to perform for us, here's $500, you would say? Absolutely
1: not. If you, here's cool. the thing, you gave me $5,000, I will do a fuck Republicans number and I will not tell you what's coming. Like, I will take your big amount of money for one number and then I will leave.
0: There but I'm go. not
1: going to entertain that's a, that, you. That's a
0: great way to fuck Republicans.
1: Yeah. I don't think I have fucked a Republican, to be fair. I think, I think my record is still good. I think <laughs> that's I'm good. good. That's good. How important is social media in the drag scene? It's way too important. It's That's my least favorite thing about drag is social media. Because I feel like you can really just have a full career off of being pretty and having no other talent. And I find that very frustrating.
0: Moving into the world of Twitch, it's still social media in a way. Mm-hmm. What have you found has worked for you?
1: Um... Just being yourself, that's the best thing on Twitch. Like, being personable, chatting, like, when you see you have some people in there, you start a conversation, you keep those people there, you have a chat going on. Because that's literally how you make money, is, like, I'm still, I'm almost an affiliate. Like, I would need a few more followers. But, yeah, like, and you have to have however many average viewers per stream. You have to have how average chats, so, like, you have to get people involved. You get unlock, like, achievements and stuff for if you have multiple people chatting at one time. So it's things like that where it's just much more, it's an actually social mm-hmm. media. Social media is not social media when you're not being social. Instagram right. is not social media. It's look at me media. It's like my shit media. It's not, so, it's not interact. Like social is interacting. And I find Twitch is really good with that. And I'm just sitting in drag playing a Pokemon or whatever. Like I don't even have to be doing that. That's just how you get people in. And
0: So for those who are um, Twitch newbies, how, how, does, how does it work with gamers?
1: Um, well, here's the thing. I'm still a Twitch newbie myself. Mm-hmm. I've done it for like a few weeks now. Um, but it's literally, I had to get, I had to like put down a little bit of money. I had to get like a nice microphone, a webcam, a, um, like a capture card, stuff like that. But it's really, you just sign up and you just start doing it. And, it's, and the game streams to the feed. Yes, the game streams to the feed. Yeah. So I'll have like my laptop top here. I have an old TV monitor, like as a monitor over here. I have like my ring light here that has my webcam in it. I have a whole backdrop now, green screen. It's it's too much, but it's really fun.
0: Who are some of your biggest fans?
1: Oh, some of my biggest fans. My mom just followed me today. It was very exciting. Um, no, I actually... Uh, most of the people that watch are from the org community, which is online reality games, which is something I have gotten really into mm-hmm. in... Um, I'll say even since August is when I played my first Sequester game. And... I've been kind of going ever since. I'm actually about to announce one that I'm producing. Mm-hmm. Um, but not yet.
0: In a, is it cast? Are you ready to go? No, it it's or? not
1: cast. or ready to go. I have a logo. We have the game set up. Um, but I've... Um, th- who was producing it with me, I just played High Rise, which is his game. So they just did that. We're going to have a meeting probably tomorrow and maybe announce some things. Well,
0: you'll have to let me know. I have not played one yet.
1: It is going to be very fun. It will require both strategy and talent. Okay. So let's just say if you, if you were playing, if you've played some of these games before and you're like, ugh, I wish there was some way to save myself where I could just move my lips.
0: Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Mm -hmm.
1: Interesting.
0: Mm hmm. Can drag and theater be married? Absolutely. Do you have aspirations to do that?
1: Um, I don't have, like... It's not, like, a goal of mine, but it is definitely something, like, I would love to play one of the stepsisters in Cinderella. Mm -hmm. I would love to play, like... But the thing is, I want to also... I don't want a drag queen to fucking play Elphaba. Like, no. Like, I don't want to hear some fag screaming at the top of his lungs, like... Like, I don't want that. Make it good. Like, absolutely not. But... I could play Stepsister and Cinderella. I would love to play um, really anything. Like, if you book me in drag, I'll do it. I'm good. Like, what,
0: what is your favorite musical?
1: Oh, my favorite musical? Legally Blonde, I think, off the top of my head.
0: And who would you play in Legally Blonde?
1: Oh, I that would be a boy role. I want to be one of those random uh, fucking ensemble boys that comes in business to and just like, damn! Uh-huh. That is my track that I want in Legally Okay, Legally okay.
0: When can we see another Broadway show?
1: When can we? Mm-hmm. Um, probably in twenty twenty two. When will I? When everyone's good. Okay. You think it's gonna be that long? Oh, definitely. Unless well here's I don't unless we get a really quick turnaround with this new administration and they are pumping shit out, pumping all the vaccines out. I don't see that happening. So quickly, and also, don't they have to like produce a show, rehearse a show, get all the tech ready? Like, I mean, we got shows, shows don't just happen are, overnight, shows are ready to come back, shows were ready, but they're still gonna have to like get back in shape, get back in rehearsals. There's probably gonna be changes, recasting, yeah, stuff like that.
0: Are you ready to play Tea Time?
1: yes oh i'm so ready for this so you're
0: going to spill some tea on some of your favorite sisters friends people you share <gasps> the stage with fun fun fun. people you may hate people you may love people okay. may you may have made love too i don't know Ooh. we're gonna find out and we've talked about her a lot so let's hear
1: the tea cherry poppins cherry poppins that's my sis that is um right now i'm doing <laughs> all my shows with her <laughs> all one um but yeah <laughs> No, that's my sis. She's a really, really good friend. She is a really, really good um, partner to have when you do shows. I have to wrangle her in a lot. Um, however, she is very receptive to that wrangling. She never thinks, um, at least that she's told me, that I'm going too far. or But um, yeah, I almost see her as like my little, even though she's doing drag longer than me, I see her as like my little sister. Like someone I'm trying to help, like just like protect, mm-hmm. help do better. Um, and I think we help each other. Nice. Next up is Heidi Ho. Heidi Ho. That's a fun bitch. I like her a lot. She um, really helped me through Iconic a lot. Like, if I ever would, like, lip sync in the bottom, like, whoever would do that. Oh, wait, just me. The only one that survived. Yeah. Um, (laughs) No, she really was very supportive. Um, I would send her all my mixes. She's like, this is so funny. I like it so much. And, yeah, she's a very supportive, a great queen and booked me after the show multiple times. So I have nothing bad to say about her. Nice. Next up, the winner, Jax. I fucking love Jax. I think Jax is so funny, so talented, such a little fucking bitch. But I am too. So I'm not going to, like, get mad at someone. But mm-hmm. being a little catty bitch, I will say this about Jax. We had a little kiki during Iconic. I, th- I was at Icon somewhere through the season. And we were both drunk. So, like, it wasn't shade, but, like... She said something to me about, like, something, something, like, should have won week six. Which is the one week I won. Mm-hmm. And I didn't put it together till later that she was... I don't even know if she knew she was being shady. Like, I don't even know if she, like, put it together. But I was like... I was literally home, like, the next day or something. I'm like, wait a fucking minute. Did that bitch just say to my face that I should not have won that week? Wow. There you go. But I, I still fucking love Jax.
0: How could we forget Acacia forgot?
1: Who? No, I'm kidding. I fucking love Acacia. She does. Between her and Shelby, that's where all of my wigs come from. Um, Acacia is a sweetheart. She is very supportive. Very nice. Um, It's rare to find an actual nice queen in the city nowadays. Um, But she's really good. Like, she's Mm -hmm. gorgeous. She makes her own hair, her own clothes. Like, her paint is beautiful. Thank God she can't fucking dance. (laughs) Because... I would have to... You remember when she fell down the stairs at Icon? I would have pushed her if it was... (laughs) She could dance. She has one of my... Okay, she also has maybe my favorite drag number of all time. It's her Christmas tree number. Mm -hmm. It is my favorite thing. I have to give a shout out to that because Yeah, as the Christmas queen, you gotta love it. Mm -hmm. Next up, Gigi Deets. Gigi is another queen I love. Um, Honestly, yeah, I don't know if you're ever gonna ask... I don't know if you know who I hate. There is one. Um, But no, Gigi Deets, I love also a great sister... Very supportive, very nice, um, gorgeous. I don't, how, I don't know how long she's been doing drag, but I think it's about as long as I have. Um, yeah, also gorgeous. I know she can sew. She can do makeup. She's a good performer. Yeah, I don't I don't and have you, any... I have no notes. <laughs> and you did a duet together? We did a duet together. That was one of, I think, the most fun weeks for me, just working with someone else, getting to know someone better, and just seeing like the inner workings of another performer's mind. And molding ours together to make a fun, mm-hmm. I think, a very fun performance. Nice. Next up is Sterling. Sterling. Now, this is a crazy bitch. Um, <laughs> so good at makeup. Like, I look at her Instagram. I'm like, how did you do that? Like I, th- it's those kind of things with makeup. That's why I'm like, I'm not a makeup artist. Yeah. I can do my drag face, but I am not a makeup artist. That bitch is a makeup artiste. She's so funny. I remember her Stories number, her in Paris. I remember cackling. Was she the one with like the masks too? That yeah. yeah, she did that that weird mask number. Yeah. That was, I don't even. That was just fucking bonkers, and I loved, I loved it. I love a kooky crazy like out of left field.
0: Well, we gotta talk about her roommate, Paris Lahomey.
1: Paris also also a great performer. She is one I'll say she was the one that I was a little bit nervous lip syncing against. Mm-hmm. Cause I had seen her lip sync the week prior. I'm like, oh, Paris won that. She slatered. Like and then they both stayed. And I was like, oh, okay, so this is the one like I know she has her splits. I know she has um the floor work. I know she I've seen her do some really good performances. So that was the one where I was like, okay, I need to make sure. I win. Like, yeah. I have to put everything into this.
0: Next up, Essence.
1: Hashtag justice for Essence! Oh, uh, that is, like, I. Th- that's, like, my baby. I love her. She is so nice, so sweet, so pretty. Um, thank God she didn't know her words. So, <laughs> yeah, no, I, Essence is a girl that I remember since I started going to Icon, um, so I feel like I've almost, like, grown with her. And now I'm so happy to see that her and Jax have been killing it a lot in Brooklyn. And they've still been working. In um, essence is now adopted. Yes! From Hibiscus, who is another amazing... Oh, my... I think that's one of the best pairings. I'm so excited to see where their uh, careers go from here now that she has a mama. Yeah. I'm very excited. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about Virginia Thick. Virginia Thick. Now, I have not actually seen Virginia in so... Long, like maybe, like I saw her like once at Stonewall a long time ago, like a year, over a year ago. Um, yeah, but I really connected with her at the beginning of the my drag career. She was another polished queen. She was the runner-up when I won.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I thought she was gonna win. I didn't know her. That was the first time I'd ever seen her perform. Mm. But I was like, it was that that fucking ball
1: wig. I was like, oh, it was. I so love good. her. It was so good. I did know, however. Because here's the thing, once I heard, like, the top, the fourth place and third place being read, I'm like, oh, I didn't even place. I thought I didn't place. But then I heard, and, but it was one of the things where, like, okay, if I knew I was in the top two with Virginia, I knew I was going to win the lip sync, so. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That was one thing. But no, she's very sweet, very nice, gorgeous, hot guy. Once again, I have no notes. (laughs) Next up, Sissy Walken. Sissy Walken. Okay, now tell me. Her and Veronica Green aren't the same person. They're very, very similar. That was the first thing. I literally saw Veronica's... I got many
0: messages about it. I
1: literally saw Veronica's intro promo. I was like, is Sissy on Drag Race? (laughs) Is she on UK? Like, I didn't know she was British. And yeah, Sissy is another queen that I have known... I want to say, yeah, also since back in the day, since I started. Um, Very supportive, very nice. So happy she won Miss Stonewall. She's a great representation, I think, of what a, um, like a political queen, an active queen, a, um, a queen with a message and someone passionate about it. Yeah. And I think she embodies that. And, um, her Amy Winehouse is fucking fierce. It's true.
0: Next up, let's, let's start talking about Polish. Oct- Octavia onye
1: Octavia onye is a threat, a danger to anyone competing against her. She... Like, when she gets on Drag Race, I really hope I'm not on that season, because she is just so good, so polished. She's been doing it for a minute.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, the ca- watching her perform, like, the casualness she can do some of this choreography with is mind-boggling to mm-hmm. me, and I hope to one day strive to that level of polish and, honestly, like, perfection.
0: Yeah, she, she's a stunner. Yeah. Let's talk about your successor, Nova Zar.
1: Nova Zar. No, Nova Zar had a bumpy entrance to the New York City community, That's let's just say that. Um, but no, Nova's always been very sweet to me. Um, her voice is very good. I would love, honestly, to work with her again. I feel like we could probably turn out some stuff that uh, other pairings of queens couldn't do. Because I think we have very uh, interesting skill sets very particular skill sets for the, each of us and they don't overlap a lot um so i think that could be a moment i'm always down to collaborate with new people
0: there you go next we have tina twirler
1: Tina twirler now this bitch is also terrifying mm-hmm. this per this she scares me like in a competition setting and just in like a regular drag like i love her let me say that first i fucking love tina but just like she's so good and we do also kind of similar things. Luckily, she's going very more, like, femme, right. gorgina, like, pop dancy moment, thank God, that she didn't go into the comedy route because I would be fucked. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so good. So talented. And been doing drag for, like, a hot second. Yeah. Next up is Fifi Dubois. Fifi Dubois is a crazy bitch, and I love her. I... We would take the train back um, whenever I would, like, do polish or something at Stonewall sometimes, uh, after I won. And just... Those, like, random little conversations, just hearing so much fun little tea, we're both, A, let's just say, we're both, like, blackout drunk. So, like, we have a little kikis. I remember a little bit of it when we get home. Um, but I always know the feelings are very positive. And I, That's good. She's, yeah, she's very good. Um, I'm waiting for her to win a national title because she's been so close so many times. It'll like, happen. It's she gonna happen. She needs one. Next up, Christy Blaze. Christy Blaze. Speaking of crazy bitches, Christy Blaze is... I feel like if, she's probably the closest thing I have to a drag mom, Mm -hmm. I would say. Like, I honestly haven't really even spoken to her in, like, since the pandemic, really. I'm really bad at, like, being social if you're not in my immediate, like, if I can't. I'm very uh, out of sight, out of mind kind of person. Um, But she gave me my first bookings. She um, was so supportive all throughout Polish while I was competing, even after I won. They would always have me back. And she really does care for me. It's great. And that is something... And really, I stole a lot of my moves from her. Like, I get how a lot of the performance shit. I'm like, yeah, this is this. is this. I, if I could choose a performer to be like, it would be a mashup between her and Jasmine Van Wales. Nice.
0: And finally, we will end with someone who is probably a terrible influence on you, Petty Cash.
1: Yes, Patricia Elizabeth Cash. Um, she, yeah, she was probably my first, like, drag friend. Mm-hmm. Um, my first, like, sister, I would say. And we were, like, we were friends before drag. We were still great friends now. She really has always been supportive. Always helped. Like, she literally directed my video. She, like, painted my face. She has had me at Icon so many times. She had me out to Fire Island for my first time ever. Um, And she's always, like, helped when I asked. And um, never... Yeah, I don't, I have, I have nothing bad to say about Patty. No tea, though? Nothing? No, not about her. Wow. You literally chose all of my friends. But you still gotta have some tea. I don't, what's some, like, tea? Like, did she do anything? I'm trying to. She bleached her eyebrows. I have, oh, I have some scalding hot (laughs) tea, but it is, um, I would have the possibility to be sued for libel.
0: All right, well, I guess it's not podcast
1: friendly. However, let me just say there is a season thirteen girl who I saw steal nudes off of someone's phone. Oh. And they're on season thirteen. And they didn't get got because Oh boy. So that tea has something to do with that's just a, a story, a fun story. Okay. Okay, fun story. I'm sure. That's the tea that, that's the tea I've been waiting to spill this whole time. Okay if you wanted tea I mean oh also someone okay I also another tea someone tried to come for my fucking survivor gig um, that's some tea but
0: oh I mean spill it if you want
1: well let's just say there is a certain group of Queens in New York City that have been known to try and either take other people's gigs or get them cancelled so I'm not gonna say any more than that but if it has happened to you you know exactly who I'm talking about
0: oop loop i can't wait for this podcast to end so i can find out <laughs> oh yeah, yeah yeah okay let's talk about like if you were to get the call mm-hmm. and you have to prepare a snatch game character who are you doing
1: uh my impulse is countess luann mm-hmm. oh god i think i need to go with a housewife oh no don't tell heidi she will fucking murder you that's fine i can fight her Oh, no. I can no! take Oh, okay. We'll, well, let's be on the same season. We'll do it together. Oh, my God. We could do twin Countess Luanns. We could plan everything. We'll sit next... We'll, like, scooch next to each other. It'd be so good. Oh, my God. It'd be so good.
0: Okay, so you've fallen down a rabbit hole on YouTube. What are you watching?
1: Um, TikTok compilations. <laughs> now, do you have a TikTok? No, I sure don't. I do don't you know how it a works. TikTok? I It's something, like, I, I probably will do someday. I just am doing... It's... It requires you to, like, have your phone in one place for, like, a long time so you can, like, hit the right angles, and I don't have that kind of patience. Sure, sure. Maybe one day, if it's really the only way to, like, get followers and stuff, but I I love watching them. I love comedy TikToks. Apparently Gen Z is funny, and I'm very happy to see that.
0: (laughs) Okay, so if you could only eat one meal every day for the rest of your life, what are you eating?
1: I will be eating specifically cashew chicken with no cashews and no vegetables from Chinese Palace... Um, which is the go-to Chinese place in my uh, hometown.
0: Wow, okay, wait, 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 cashew chicken without the...
1: No cashews and no vegetables. I want chicken, I want sauce, and I want rye rice. So what is the sauce that's specific to I this dish? I don't know, and okay. that's, that's the part that drives me crazy at night, is I have yet have to... Have you asked?
0: Yes. And they won't tell They won't you. tell me. <laughs> Maybe when you're on Drag Race, they'll I've they'll been going you.
1: there for literally, like, my entire life. Like, I will say, at least 27 years... I've been eating there. Mm-hmm. They know my name. They yeah. know my first and last name. <laughs> they know when I'm on the phone. They're like, oh, hi, Marty. Like, yes, you know what I want. Thank you so much. <laughs> so usually this question I I
0: save for The Amazing Race. And I'll say, who would you pick as your partner mm-hmm. for The Amazing Race? But with, you're here. So I want to twist a little bit. If you were on Big Brother mm-hmm. or... Survivor, and you had to have either a secret partner or, or another um, mm-hmm. blood versus water partner. Oh,
1: okay, gotcha, gotcha.
0: Who are you competing with? Okay, on.
1: I think out of all like my drag queen friends, mm-hmm. I think I would do. I know she's gonna get mad at me, but I'm not gonna pick Cherry. <laughs> Only because I feel like, actually no, if it's blood versus water, I would pick Cherry because that she'd probably get voted out pre-merge. <laughs> so then I would get to be by myself and not be a target. Right. However, um if it was Big Brother, I'm trying to think I just don't know how many friends I have that are have like long fuses, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like so many of my friends have like a nice short, quick I feel like volatile I, moment.
0: I I am gonna pick someone for you. But I
1: I think Patricia might be good, but Okay,
0: well I was was going I was gonna I was gonna say this person also is a Big Brother fan.
1: Mm-hmm. Acacia. Acacia, I think, would be a really good choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That. Oh, yeah, we do talk about a lot about Big Brother. Yeah, I think Acacia would be a really fun choice to be on. Also, because we kind of just, like, look alike mm. as, like, boys. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> we could play up be like... Actually, that would be dangerous. They'd probably think we're actually, like, family and shit. Like, no, 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 no. He's just... Just some, just some queen. Just another homo. Just some some queen <laughs> out there. Two homos in one family? No way. Never. bro, never.
0: We're going to do the Pop 5 Rapid Fire. I'm going to give you some headlines, stories, things that have happened in the news, and you're going to give me word phrase. What do you want to talk about for you? Okay, work. All right. Number one, Mean Girls officially closes on Broadway. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, they're not going to reopen. They're okay. The, they're the latest pandemic closure. Oops. You're not sad about it? Absolutely not. They didn't book me. All right, I auditioned, they didn't cast me. Fuck them. Okay, okay. Number two is Rita Vega on the French-Canadian edition of Celebrity Big Brother.
1: Absolutely. fucking so excited. Yes, 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 yes. She's crazy. She's bonkers and I love her. Alien actress. Alien actress taking over. Number three
0: is Jeopardy! airs Alex Trebek's last episode.
1: Mm-hmm. I... Alex Trebek really was like an institution. Just like an iconic person that everyone could relate to. Mm -hmm. with each other about. Um, Like, I don't know that many people that had negative opinions of him. So I think that's, yeah, that's a tragedy.
0: It's sad. Very sad. Number four, Bridgerton. I haven't seen it, but I
1: did see that guy's butt, and it was very nice.
0: Yeah, you like big butts?
1: I like big butts. I cannot lie.
0: Okay, okay. And finally, number five, Super Nintendo World to open at Universal Studios Japan on February 4th.
1: I literally watched the YouTube... um, The walkthrough? The YouTube walkthrough. I've... Never been more excited. Like, now I f- understand how people felt about Harry Potter World. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, work. It's a little magic. You have a wand, blah, blah, blah. When he fucking put his watch and a coin came out, I almost came. Like, it was life-changing. Like, yeah. I get I get the Harry Potter World hype now.
0: So is Japan the first stop you're going to make when
1: you can travel again? It, once I have money to do that, absolutely, yes. Anyone give me $1,000, I can fly to Japan. There you go. Um, so I have, it's not a question in the fan mm. corner,
0: but it's more of a comment mm-hmm. um, from our dear friend Chaz. Oh, yes. He Love said, Taz. when I posted the um, thing on Instagram, thought this was Elliot with two T's. <laughs> so that's your new doppelganger is Elliot with two Elliot with two, with two T's. T's. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I need, here's the thing. I need to get some Botox. That's going to be my <laughs> 30th birthday present to myself. I'm so excited. Are you saying that
0: I should have had botox already
1: no i'm saying me I'm personally 30? and my deep forehead wrinkles need the botox
0: <laughs> listen this is coming out after my birthday but i'm gonna be 34 and i'm like i just need to feel younger
1: i'm not gonna
0: do it i'm not gonna do it though i, I mean why not i don't need. you can do it, it eh? once and then not do it again it's not gonna like hurt i know but then i'll be addicted because once i start getting my brows done i'm like I'm oh there okay everyone. yep so I have my previous guest ask my current guest a question ooh okay and this is a question from Viva Vidalia. love also. What 90s cartoon character do you identify with?
1: ooh 90s specifically okay mm-hmm. um I
0: No, know, I know
1: this is a really hard one. 90s TV character. Like who? Did, I'm trying to think who I like. Stand. I feel like, actually no. I feel like now me now, I identify a lot with um Spinelli from Recess.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. I can see the look right now. You, you yeah, the, the look Spinelli. right now,
1: the attitude. Like I was always like, oh she's so cool when I was little, but now I'm like, oh yeah, she's that bitch. Like yep. I'd fight. I'll fight you too. Absolutely. Right.
0: Spinelli's a good jo- good choice. Yeah. Now it's your turn to ask my next guest a question, and it can be about anything. Oh, you can it just want. be
1: shady? Whatever you want. Who's your least favorite drag queen in New York City?
0: Bloop! Okay, we're gonna ask it. That's your question. Yeah. All right. I'm messy. Well, we here on the Block Talk, we want to expand the community and bring in new voices. Who do you want to hear in a future episode?
1: Ooh, I would love to hear from Islea. Have Islea, you heard her?
0: I have not had her yet.
1: I love Islea. She's one of the new, like, not, she's not even new anymore, but she is an up and coming queen. Mm-hmm. She is so talented, very funny, a sweetheart, and I would like to hear from her. Nice. Well, where can we find you on social media and Venmo? You can find me on Instagram and Venmo at Elise Navy Dad E L I S E N A V Y D A D. On oh, and on Twitch at Elise Navy Dad. And you can also find me on Twitter, on Elise Navy underscore dad, because someone took the fucking screen name already. Who? (laughs) Some girl with two followers and she ain't tweeted in like 10 years. We should find her. Yeah, I should find her, kill her, and then take her handle. That's how that works, right? That's totally it. Perfect. Oh, speaking of murder, a new org I'm playing is, um, I don't know, do you know, uh, it's actually one of your um, competing podcasts host Uh-oh. um on the glam awards um isaac butler mm-hmm. he has a twitter competition called uh the uh, isaac's hunger games okay mm-hmm. and it's very fun i'm in that right now so please follow me on twitter i'm gonna need you like to retweet and like things and take a survey throughout it um <laughs> to keep me <laughs> keep me alive so i can go on to murder another day oh fun. i've already killed one person i'm very excited
0: oh my god are you like the guy who killed rue
1: did you kill a fan favorite well, no, it was we've, we, it just started. Okay, okay. So it's only, it was some so you're fine, Some you're fine. chick. Some chick. Some gal. I think her name is Allie. Sorry, Allie. Oop. Mm-hmm. Well, this was so much fun having you on the podcast. Well,
0: thank you for having me. I had a great time. The biggest thanks to Elise for coming on. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk you yeah.